Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another podcast with me, Andrew Gray of Truth Legal Sisters. Today, I have with me financial advisor Tom Hatley from Christopher Little & Co. Financial Advisors. Hello. Hello. Thank you, Tom, for doing yet another podcast with us. So today in today's podcast, what we're going to focus on is how my clients, your clients, can protect themselves uh, in the event of unemployment. So before we get into that d- difficult topic, tell me, uh, Tom, where is your uh, business, uh, what do you do exactly, what are your qualifications? Uh, well, my business is Christopher Little & Co and we're based in the friendly market town of Otley in West Yorkshire. I know it well. <laughs> Excellent butchers. Um, and we offer clients financial advice covering all aspects of financial services, everything from insurances through to investments and pensions. And surely anyone can do that job, or do you need some really difficult qualifications, which most oh, people can't horrendously get? difficult. No, you, you need to be uh, qualified, so you need to have a diploma in regulated financial planning. Um, and then there's other bolt-on qualifications you can add to that. So, uh, for example, uh, I've got a qualification to advise people who need long-term care uh, and have particular pension plans, specialist pension plans. Uh, so there's a whole raft of different... Uh, areas we can advise. And in terms of regulation, I think you guys are even more heavily regulated than solicitors, is that right? Uh, yeah, we're on a par, I think, at least. Uh, we are regulated by the FCA, so that's the Financial Conduct Authority, um, and there's various handbooks with a whole set of rules and principles that we have to follow. No doubt. And of course, there's you know, thousands of financial advisors. Why use you and not someone else? Uh, well, we're the best, obviously. Of course, naturally. <laughs> uh, no. As all the interviewees are on this podcast series are. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, why use us? Well, we offer honest, clear advice, basically. Uh, so we offer a free consultation to clients. That gives them the opportunity to come into our office, sit down, get to know us, uh, see if they like what we have to offer in terms of our services. Uh, and we believe we offer clear, practical advice for clients. And how long have you been doing it? Seven years. Seven years as a financial advisor and three years previously as a, as a power planner. And time flies when you're having fun, that's for sure. No doubt. Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. How do people protect themselves from unemployment? And of course, they can't predict when that unemployment's going to take place. Um, what do you advise people when they come to see you in uh, your office or you go to see them in their homes? Um, what's the first thing that you do with your clients? Well, one of the first things we'll do is we'll sit down and complete something called a fact-find document. Uh, I'm sure you have something similar in your industry. Yes. Um, it's about getting to know the clients. And there's key areas that we'd look to talk to them about and advise them on. Um, and one of those would be insurances that you could take out. Uh, and one of the insurances you can take out is something called unemployment cover. So we'd spend a few moments talking to clients about their occupation and how they feel about the prospect if they were to be made redundant, whether they need any unemployment cover in place to ensure they can have a regular income, should that happen. And is this only relevant to employees or to consultants or self-employed people? Uh, Generally speaking, it's only relevant to employees. Um, You can have unemployment cover if you're self-employed, but the criteria is a lot stricter uh, in terms of, uh, obviously, you can't make yourself redundant. There'd have to be some kind of um, third-party occurrence that's led to your business um, not continuing. So generally speaking, uh, it's cover for people that are employed. Okay, so imagine client A comes to see you, they've just started a new job. Is this something that you'd recommend from day one in their job? 
Uh, they can certainly take out unemployment cover from day one. Um, we would suggest there's other priorities that they should visit first, things like life insurance and critical illness cover, income protection if they're unable to work due to accident or injury. Um, but if they have the budget available and they are concerned that uh, in the long term they might be made redundant and they wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage and, and household bills, then yes, uh, we would talk to them about unemployment cover. We would have to point out to them that there are strict rules about when you can make a claim. So if you've just started a job, you might not be eligible to take out that cover. You might have had to have been with that employer for six months. Okay, that sort of makes sense. But what if you start stealing from your employer and you've been there for a few years? Can you then claim on the cover, a policy usually? No, you can't. Unfortunately, if you've contributed to your dismissal through gross misconduct, then you cannot claim on the policy. The only way you can claim is if you've been made redundant and it's through no fault of your own. Okay, so this is not an insurance product that I am overly familiar with and it sounds like something that most employees should have. Is it phenomenally expensive and the reason why I haven't come across it as a solicitor is because it's prohibitively expensive or is it just a little known insurance product which um, I'm just a little bit naive and many people are too. Um, explain to me, what is it? what's the cost like? Well, uh, to answer the first part of your question, why is it so unknown? Well, there aren't many insurance providers out there that offer this type of cover or reps or companies that you'd actually want to take out policy with. Uh, so that's the first reason why you probably haven't heard of the cover before. Uh, and yes, it's not cheap to have the cover. Uh, it's typically likely to cost the same as an income protection policy, a critical illness cover. So when we're sitting down with clients and, and talking about their available budget for insurance, uh, usually we'd say to them, life insurance first, critical illness and income protection. Unemployment cover is probably going to be the last thing to bolt on. And by that time, sometimes we've used up the whole of their budget. So it's just not feasible to have that cover on top. Okay, understood. When you said it's not cheap, is it a particular percentage of the usual salary? Roughly where would it sit? Or is it possible to say isn't it, too many variables? Uh, there's, there's lots of variables, so it depends on the, the amount of cover you have. But as, as a typical example, you might see premiums starting at £50 a month. Okay. They can go a lot higher, and it all depends on how much cover you have in place. So if you want to uh, insure up to £1,000 a month, so if you're made redundant, you'll get £1,000 a month from the insurer. You, know, you might be looking at a premium in the region of £50 a month there. And as I said to you before, as a claimant assistant who spends most of his days bashing insurance companies, um, I'm just somewhat dubious that insurers would always pay out in the event of a redundancy. Um, in your experience, is that, am I right or are my uh, assertions completely misguided and usually the insurers pay out without any questions at all? Uh, what I'm pleased to say in the um, few circumstances where my clients have had this cover and had to claim on it, there haven't been any problems from the insurance providers paying out. But it all boils down to you being clear and honest when you take out the policy um, and also making sure uh, that you, you haven't contributed to your dismissal through something like stealing. So be honest with the insurance policy provider and if you're honest with them, they will typically pay out. And how quickly would they pay out? Because you might have a mortgage going out, you've got childcare bills, a holiday might have been planned, Christmas could be around the corner. Um, it must be quite terrifying just waiting for that cheque to land or not from the insurer. Is it a quick process, slow process, and is it, to add to the question, is it something that the financial advisor, IEU, assists with, or is it something that the client is on their own for? 
Uh, well, often we'll find that the first people our clients will speak to is us. We've arranged a policy for them, we've recommended the policy. Uh, so they'll often pick up the phone and they'll, they'll say we've you know, been made redundant. Uh, we, we think we've got a policy to cover that, haven't we, Tom? And I'll say yes, or and, sadly no. Um, and well done, Tom, as well, for providing such wonderful well, advice as well. Yeah, obviously that's not the forefront of their minds at that time, but sure. you're, you're absolutely right. They, they, they will generally be relieved to hear if they have got cover, and then they'll want to know how to claim. Um, and that depends on each insurance provider. But typically there's a form to complete, and we'll need to understand what deferred claim period might be on that policy. So we might have set up the policy that says, when you're made redundant, you can claim after a period of unemployment for, of three months, let's say. So typically when you get into the uh, second month, you'd complete a claim form, submit that to the insurance provider. So when your three-month period of waiting is up, insurance provider are ready to pay that check and that typically would be at the end of the following month so you're looking at a matter of weeks okay. uh, for, for the check to arrive what happens if you started a new job in the meantime perhaps a job on a lower sum than you were on in your previous job well that's, that's a good question um, if you started a new job and it's of the same or higher amount of money then obviously um, the policy is not going to pay out because you're back in employment if it's on a lower amount, dependent on the insurance policy, some providers will make a partial payment. So they might make up some of the difference between what you um, are getting paid now, what the insurance would have covered. They might make up the difference there. But it, it depends on the policies. Um, and, and like always, when you're taking out any kind of insurance, you should always read the terms and conditions. So, thank you, Tom. Presently, we're in very difficult and interesting times. Unemployment may be low, but we have Brexit on the horizon and we have a President Trump, of course, in the White House. It is unpredictable. Is it, therefore, at present with unemployment low that the premiums are low and that everyone should be buying this cover now? Or is it something that perhaps when the waters become more choppy that really should, people should be going out and buying this insurance? If you're in a situation where you're concerned in the future that you may be made redundant and you haven't got any savings, um, you haven't got any way of, of plugging a gap and you don't think the likelihood of you being able to be re-employed very quickly is good, you should take out the insurance. To answer your question about our current circumstances, you're quite right. We're in, we're in a world at the moment where fortunately a lot of people are employed. So the premiums are probably uh, likely to be lower now than they were uh, when I was looking at unemployment premiums uh, back in 2009, uh, just after the crash and, and, and un unemployment rose. Um, the other thing to mention is that insurance providers are entering and leaving this market more and more. And it's often been the latter that's happened recently. So more insurance providers have been leaving the, the market where they offer unemployment cover. So obviously... As we know, if there's not a lot of competition, that typically can lead to higher premiums. Got it. I'm so pleased that you've come here today to talk to me about this type of insurance because genuinely I have not come across it. I don't remember a client of mine having claimed on such policy. Um, I think it's an absolutely fantastic idea. Of course, I'm not a financial advisor, but for those that perhaps are may approaching choppy times, choppy waters um, with their work, they could be in a sector, uh, perhaps financial services in London, in a post-Brexit or pre-Brexit world, it might be a good opportunity to take out the insurance now. Although, granted, I take what you say is true, that there is less competition in the market and therefore the prices are higher. 
Um, but all very sound advice. And Tom, finally, tell us how do people uh, come across you? How do they find you? Is it LinkedIn, websites, Twitter? Where are you at? Yeah, we're on all social media platforms, but the easiest way to find us is to uh, head to a search engine and pop in Christopher Little & Co, Financial Advisors, or go over to our website directly, which is www.christopher-little.co.uk. Super. Thank you very much, Tom, for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Bye-bye.